You know, sometimes the fight of the century is anything but. And after so much speculation, so many rumors, after so many years passed, last night the supposed fight of the century supposedly happened. Now, I know some of you don't care about boxing and all, and that's fine, but stay with me because for so many years people have been talking about this and talking about it and wishing for it. I'm sure there are people who even prayed for it. Oh, we want to see this. We want to see it go down. And there was so much hype centered around it. And when it came to finally be, I even heard that the fight itself had to be delayed because there were so many people who were trying to get their orders to watch that the announcers were just kind of babbling on because they were trying to fill time. Kind of like some sermons I've heard before. Not in this building. You be quiet. But we've been waiting and waiting and waiting, and then the fight happened, and the overwhelming consensus has been so far. Eh. Sorry. All that anticipation and all that could have been so, I don't know, great, I guess, if you were into that kind of thing, if you like to see little short men going at it. Three hundred million dollars. Those two guys are going to split. All because we were ready for it. All because we were so hyped for it. All because it was what we had to see. And it came. And then, I don't know, the fight of the century was not. Now, follow me because, I don't know, I'm one of the people who likes to stand in front of other people and say, God is good. And all the time. I like to talk about the power of God. I like to talk about the power of forgiveness. I like to talk about experiencing God. I like to talk about being in God's presence. And here's the deal. Eventually, sometimes someone finally says, hmm, I like that talk. I want to be a part of that talk. I want to be a part of all that experience stuff. I want to know about the power of God. They decide to come to church. And you know how they feel when they come and they sit down in church? The first thing they think is, eh. It's all right. I didn't really like that song. I, I think I've heard that Bible story before. I'm sorry. Right. I never know there were never knew there were speakers up there. That's kind of cool. That's, and then get ready to leave, and they just they get in the car, and nothing really feels different. Nothing really feels spectacular. And we feel like, golly, there should have been more to it. Eh. A couple things. One, I want you to know that uh, your worship leaders here at this church, we, we do what we can to make sure that Sunday morning is not a spectacular time. I don't want to wow you. But this is a meaningful time. We want this time to be a, a chance for you to encounter God. We want this to be a time when you can learn how to follow God, where you can sit with other people, pray with other people so that you can be ready to sit and pray with other people when you go home or when you go to work. Y'all with me? So we, we do our best to make sure that this is a meaningful time. But here's the deal. Us coming here week after week, it's not about just experiencing that. It's about learning to 
connect. Learning to connect. Even if some days, some weeks, it's just a, a, a little, little bit more. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes I go out of here and I feel like, oh, my goodness, God is good. Sometimes I leave here and think, well, I'm glad God is good. But every week, we're learning just a little bit more how to connect to God and to one another. Y'all with me? Now, here's the deal. We also talk about, oh, church is a, is a good place. Church is a, a place where, where God moves. Church is an a, a, a entity. Church is a group of people that do a lot of good work. Church is a, good, a group of people that, that know the power of God, that know forgiveness, who know how to give, who know how to serve. Church is all of that. People come and they, they want to be a part of that church, and they see what we actually do. And they're kind of like, eh, it's all right. So maybe, 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 maybe that's a sign that there's a little more connecting we've got to do together. Huh? That maybe we realize that God has brought us here this very morning so that we could hear that we've got to hold on to the vine a little tighter. That we've got to get our grip in place again. Maybe we've, we've let it go a little bit. And maybe we've got to hear what Christ tells us. If you've paid attention to what John was saying, always, always pay attention to what John is telling you. Y'all with me? Yeah, I know you are, John. Exactly. According to John... Jesus wants you to know that we are connected to him. That we're connected to each other as the church, as the body of Christ. But don't forget what he also told you. What was most important to him, what he talked about, what he repeated, is that there is an expectation that those who are connected to the true vine produce fruit. Those connected to the vine aren't just hanging on for their own life's sake. Those people are hanging on because they're making fruit. They're, they're showing something in their life that indicates that they're connected to the vine. God bless you. Y'all with me? Now, I had somewhere else I was going to go, but... Man, our Sunday school class, we had some good conversation, let me tell you. I just want to tell you this story because it's great for me. And Nancy, fill me in if I missed this up, mess it up. But uh, so there was a man, right? There was a man out on a journey somewhere in a boat, and he was, he was shipwrecked. Sound right? And uh, in, in the accident, in the shipwreck, he lost everything. And he was shipwrecked, shipwrecked on an island he had never been before. Does that sound right? And so since he had nothing, no boat, no possessions, no anything, uh, he decided, obviously, you know, when you're there with uh, Skipper and the, and the millionaire and his wife, you just make a life there. A couple of young people have no idea what I'm talking about. It's called reruns. It's okay. So he began to, to make his life there, get connected with the people, learn the ways of the people, live his life. 
And he was Christian. Is that right, Nancy? Yeah. <laughs> Had nothing. Didn't have his Bible anymore. Didn't have, you know, just living his life as someone who I presume is connected to the true vine. And as time went on, some missionaries, a group of missionaries came to this island and they came to talk to the native people. They came to talk to the people who lived there and they began to tell me, there's this guy named Jesus we want you to know about. And they began to talk about the kind of life he lived. They began to talk about the kind of person he was. And the people's response was, oh, we know Jesus. He lives here. He was shipwrecked on our island. Are you and I connected enough to God that other people could see our lives and know that we were connected? Friends, that's why we're here. So as we come by the grace of God to receive blessings in our own soul, to receive and re-receive the peace of God, we come and do all that so that then we can be prepared to be sent out to bear fruit. Now, the way I bear fruit is probably going to look a lot different than the way you bear fruit. As far as I'm concerned, I've got it easy. I just get up here and run my mouth. And people listen, mostly. But then we've got to leave this place. And we've got to figure out how it is we're going to live amongst our coworkers. We've got to figure out how, in, how it is we're going to raise our children to follow God. We've got to figure out how we're going to deal with that guy who cut us off. We've got to figure out all those things. And if we are going to figure them out, if we are going to be faithful in all those relationships, the only way we're going to be able to do it, sisters and brothers, is if we are connected to the vine. Someone, you you hear it a lot, have advice about things to do or what to do with the life situation. And and the piece of advice that just irks me the most is say, well, follow your heart. Follow your heart. Your heart will lead you where you need to be. Nah. If you read the Bible, you realize that's a bad idea because our heart can take us some places away from God. You want to know how to do the things God wants you to do? You want to know how to find the answers God wants to, wants to give you? Connect. Connect to the vine. Connect to the vine and he will show you how to bear fruit. I hate to make it sound so simplistic. But that's all Jesus said. Amen? Yeah, amen. And God has given us a very real, real way to connect.